Hello and welcome to Always in Escrow with Serena Appel and Colby Burchin. Hello, Colby. Serena, how are you? I'm fantastic. I want to introduce our in audience to Rochelle LeCavillier, who is a highly accomplished broker leading sales teams as sales director of Lena Residences, a $1 billion new development project in downtown Boca Raton. Rochelle, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So Serena, I love architecture. I love new developments. So this is right up my wheelhouse. So Rochelle and I have known each other for years in real estate, and she has a project that will knock your socks off. Okay. So Rochelle, I'm going to get right into it. Tell us a little bit about the builder developer. I don't think most people know that he had this in his portfolio for a long time before he started building. So give us a little background. It's true. So the land upon which Alina Residences is being constructed, we're currently in pre-construction and we are under construction on phase two. We are in the heart of the downtown core, just west of the Boca Raton. Um, and so it's like little, beautiful little nugget right in the heart of downtown, which used to be called Meisner on the Green. If anyone is familiar with our local marketplace, it was this townhouse community and they purchased it many years ago um, and they just held it right until the timing was right. The city of Boca Raton has a number of, I'm going to say high hurdles that one must clear in order to do new development. They're very mindful of responsible development. And so it took quite a while to work in partnership with our architectural partner, Garcia Stromberg, to really finalize something that we could build that was going to meet all the needs, right? The city's needs, the consumer needs, the marketplace needs. So they did sit on it for quite some time. Um, it was a very exciting day when we started to see those townhouses get demolished, uh, which turned into, you know, a large parcel of dirt. And now, boom. We have one phase completely sold out and occupied. That's Alina 200 with 121 residences. And as I mentioned, we are still in pre-construction and under construction on phase two, which consists of two buildings. Okay, so why is Alina's location superior to other new developments in the area? So there are only a handful of new developments in Boca Raton proper. So up and down Southeast Florida, we have quite a bit of new development coming online, a lot of luxury condominiums, all the way from Palm Beach Gardens with this really exciting uh, project called Panther National that's coming online, single family homes. We have a lot of things that are further west that are in the single home family. We've seen a lot of things from GL Homes and Lennar in recent years. And now we're seeing more and more coastal uh, desirability. However, there's not much in terms of land, right, on direct oceanfront. Interestingly, I think we've gotten very fortunate here. Our uh, location is about a mile in from the ocean, and we're in the heart of the Boca Raton downtown core. So I joke about this a lot. If, you, if you'll ever hear me talking to anyone, it's like, what's walkability? right? Like 10 years ago, I I'm pretty sure it's not a word, but now it is a word because everyone is saying it, right? I never heard anyone say, you know what I really want? I want walkability. So now we're hearing it on the tips of everyone's tongue. So people are accustomed to coming from large urban places like Manhattan, Chicago, where they can leave their place, walk to dinner, walk to boutiques, walk to fitness. We're only a mile from the beach, but we're walkable to absolutely everything. On our oceanfront perimeter, you know, on the barrier island, 
It's just not walkable. Now it's walkable if you want to just go for a jog up and down. Great spot for that. But to actually arrive anywhere, you're going to be going a mile or more. So our location is very special because of walkability. It's also very special because we're only a mile from the beach. So, you know, people really do like to live in very coastal locations. And the third and final aspect that makes us, I mean, second to none is we are directly on the grounds of the Boca Raton on the Western core. I mean, I keep looking over here. I'm looking out my window in my office and I'm looking at the golf course. So we are full view of the golf course. And many people who choose to live in the downtown core are going to want to be members of the Boca Raton Club. Um, they, I mean, 14 restaurants, the place, as you, you both probably realize, was acquired by MSD Capital a couple of years ago. That's Michael Dell's group. They have just, they put in $250 million already in terms of like renovations, improvements. Another hundred million is going into the beach club side. We have 14 restaurants, five of which are managed by major food group which is, you know, probably the most known restaurant in the major food group is Carbone, uh, which is very popular. We have our own Carbone concept called Principesa here, a personal favorite of mine. We have golf, tennis, fitness. They recently were awarded the Forbes Five Star Spa Award, which is very prestigious. It's our only private beach club in town. So I'll often say, you know, our consumer base, the people who would purchase a new luxury condominium in our corridor, they're probably not the people who are going to pack a cooler and walk a mile to the beach. That's just not really our target demo. These are people who want a valet. They want to leave their car with the valet and be like, hey, I want a beach cabana. I want, you know, two pina coladas and a shrimp cocktail and 17 towels, please. And it's like, they get that, right? It's a really the only full service beach club in the corridor. So all of these things combined together along with our sort of limited development. So it's not like a booming metropolis. It's still scaled down. It's a very approachable cosmopolitan downtown core. And I just find people who love it here really love it here. It's true. It really is true. I wouldn't be anywhere else. I mean, I just, I wouldn't. Uh, Rochelle, tell us, because I've been in obviously Alina a lot, but tell tell our audience, you know, I know the finishes you guys offer as a development, you offer such nice finishes where other developments chintz out. So tell the audience, what do you offer compared to somewhere else that you wouldn't see somewhere else? So I think, you know, the finishes are one thing and they are important. They are a very important component. We have large scale porcelain flooring throughout a residence. We have floor to ceiling cladding in the shower and bath areas. It's really impressive. Phase one had these porcelain literally slabs and in the showers, architecturally, it's very exciting. Um, as I mentioned, Garcia Stromberg is our architectural partner. Actually, uh, George Garcia painted the painting behind me. He does this thing where he'll paint a painting that is sort of like he wants to evoke the feeling of each one of his masterpiece projects. And so I'm lucky and fortunate to have this in my office. Um, when the project closes out, just fair warning, it's going to disappear. It's going to be in my apartment. So um, they have they have designed the scale of the residences in such a way that the finishes just pop. The finishes are fantastic, but it's really the architecture behind that allows them to showcase. So we have, for example, in the primary suite bath, there's an entire back wall. So depending on the size of the residence, right, you're looking at like 14 feet wide of like it's all shower and it's floor to ceiling clad in the most exceptionally beautiful 
onyx looking porcelain that you've ever seen. We have porcelainosa fixtures. So like rain heads, body spray, a big architectural soaking tub. And then there are like niches in the wall, all surrounded in glass. Like it just pops. And then in our kitchens with these beautiful, they're matte lacquer. So it's like a soft finish, but it's still very, very contemporary and very polished, but not in such a way that in 10 years, you're going to go, oh, that's so 2024, right? It's not going to be like that. It's like very timeless and elegant. We have waterfall edges and just the materials and the finishes that the design team, it's, um, you know, Garcia Stromberg does both the architecture and the design work for the common spaces. And it's just this like very elegant, very timeless. Um, our lobbies are another example. We have these living walls where it's moss and it's evocative of like the Everglades and it's this amazing architecturally stunning pattern. We have this undulating wood backlit onyx desks with these fabulous chandeliers that hang down. It's so understated and so beautiful that you look at the walls and the cladding on the walls and it, it pops, but it's not so in your face, right? So it's like these beautiful but understated finishes. I just feel like it's timeless and it's very different than anything else we're seeing in the marketplace. It really is casual elegance without trying too hard. Obviously, I love it. <laughs> Sounds fabulous. And the word on the street in New York City where I am, is that Alina has amazing zen-like water features and nature paths. Can you tell us about it and your state-of-the-art amenities? Absolutely. So Alina is situated on just under nine acres, which is a really large parcel. All of the parking is subterranean. So on top of the parking area, there are these in, on one side, we have a Zen water garden. So there are water features throughout. They're uplit at night. It's full of palm trees. It's really giving Setai vibes like nobody's business. And then on the other side, the second amenity deck has, it's going to be more green space. So there's a putting green, bocce ball, a number of uh, gas grills, cabanas. It's really just like this very refined resort-like setting with various tiers in it. So it sort of slopes down toward the golf course, panoramic views out over golf. And surrounding the entire nine-acre campus, we have a walking trail that also has up lights and it's lit at night. And on the north end, we have a dog park. And on the south end, we have an art park, right? And along the street, we have what I'm calling an art paseo. It is in partnership with the Boca Museum, we have these public artworks. So huge sculptures, benches, plants. It's a meandering pathway. It's really become kind of a go-to destination for a number of people who live in the downtown core, just to have a nice place to take a walk. A lot of people who are, you know, they stop for a minute, talk with a neighbor. It's a very friendly and approachable vibe across the board here. And our common spaces inside are just as stunning. But we really have devoted a lot of space. Um, many of our buyers from New York, where you are, Serena, they are very excited about coming down here. They want to enjoy that outdoor lifestyle. They want to enjoy the greenery the tropical landscaping, and they have private terrace space that's immense, but we also have these huge public outdoor areas that are just perfect for finding little hidden areas to kind of tuck away. We have Wi-Fi everywhere. 
And so it's not uncommon to see someone having a cup of tea, sitting out in one of the common spaces. I, my first week on site, I couldn't, I could not believe this. It was like so picturesque, right? So I'm walking through the Zen garden and they have these cabanas and they're beautiful. Bougainvilleas are in bloom. I'm like, what's oh, so breathtaking? So amazing. I walk by and there's this couple. There's an ice bucket with rose. It's like two in the afternoon on like a Tuesday, right? Ice bucket, rose, and they're like having a nap. And I was like, this is why people move here. And then interestingly, I never saw them again. So I'm like, where are those people? And it's it's interesting how seldom we see people enjoying public spaces in general. And at Alina, it's just nice because we see the residents actually enjoying the public spaces, you know, as they were intended, right? That's what the designers had in mind. So tell tell the audience, what does the what are the condo fees? Like what do they cover? Is it a flat fee? Does it go by the size of the apartments? It's a good question. It's one of our it's a super common question, particularly people coming from other markets, right? So typically in our marketplace, the condominium fees will be evaluated on the interior square footage of a residence only. So like if you have huge terraces, you're not even charged on that, which is pretty amazing. And in our marketplace, we are typically about a dollar and a half a square foot. Some are a lot more around $2. Some are a little less. We're actually running at about 90 cents per square foot. So that is amazing. So depending upon the size of the residence, you know, somewhere in the like, $1,600 to $3,000 range is is pretty typical. That's going to cover you for everything from the walls out. So you have the management of all the grounds. We have a guard-gated entry, 24-hour security, valet, concierge, doorman, on-site property management, on-site maintenance, a pool and spa attendant. So we do have spa on-site. We do have the pool deck with water and towel service. So all of those uh, things are included. The maintenance of all of the amenities. And in our marketplace is actually really important. The master insurance policy. So if you've been following along in the news, you probably realize some things have really shifted nationally, but particularly in Florida with regard to property insurance. So a number of condominiums, depending upon you know, the age during which they were constructed and a few other factors, these can become very, very expensive for unit owners. And here, you know, the master association takes care of that master policy, keeping the fees pretty low. Uh, Cable is also included along with internet and water, trash and sewer. So really from the walls in, so, you know, power bill, telephone, if anyone has telephones anymore. um, And then of course, one's contents. So sort of like a renter's policy, ownership is very, very approachable in terms of the month-to-month expenses. A lot lot goes into that number. And have um, any of the apartments been customized with finishes? um, And also, have any units been combined? It's an excellent question. So in phase one, which has already delivered, right? So we have people living there since about April of 2021. It's pretty common that after the closing, we deliver what is a, it's basically a white box. It's a very well equipped white box. And for some people, it's enough, right? So the developer specifically does not do window coverings, chandeliers, or closet built ins, which honestly, those choices are so specific. You wouldn't want someone else making those decisions for you. So that is kind of the minimum of what someone would need to do. And there are some people who say, I love it. It's beautiful. It's, you know, very contemporary. They just move right in. Like they do those three things, get some furniture and they're in. There are other people who spent, I don't know, six to 12 months 
highly, highly customizing, you know, from different wall treatments or maybe some reconfiguration of the interior spaces. It's typically someone who has some very specific design preferences who would do this because the design is already beautiful. But some people say, you know, I want, I don't know, I want concealed doors. We have this really fun feature in a number of our residences, which is a concealed pantry. And a number of people saw this and then the wheels got turning, right? So it's like you look and you see it looks just like cabinets and you push on it and it's a door that opens into a huge pantry, chic. right? Like a 10 by 10 room. Love so that. chic. But a few people got kind of carried away and then they wanted it to their den and to the master suite. Um, there are people who clad the walls in stone and wood and really went six levels up. Um, we also did have some combined residences in phase one, the largest of which ended up being a four bedroom plus den at about 4,800 square feet. Um, so that was an AB residence. So it was an A and a B, right? Combined. We had three of those in the building all in a stack. In phase two, our opening size is about a 1400 square foot, one bedroom plus den. And the largest of which is about a 5,500 square foot, four bedroom plus den. So we have, you know, quite a number of different configurations and sizes for really any luxury consumer. So tell, tell the audience what's on the horizon for Alina. I mean, a lot is going on over there. So l tell everyone. Sure. Okay. So we're under construction on phase two right now. In phase two, we have two buildings. They're very different. So the first building is, I'm going to call it the sister building to Alina 200, which is phase one. It has 152 residences. That one starts with the one bedroom plus den I just described at 1400 square feet. It also contains the 5,500 square foot four bedroom. So there's a lot in there, right? There's a rooftop pool. There's a two-story gym. There's a full spa, number of amenity areas. That is a full service, full enchilada building, right? And then our second building is a very unique offering. It is a boutique building with only 30 residences. So these start at 3,200 square feet for a three bedroom. It, th there are only four maximum per floor. The penthouse level has been configured in such a way that there are only three residences. And on the second floor, which is the Lanai residence, there are only two residences on that floor. And so that's a very special and unique offering. They will enjoy some private amenities. And of course, the resident to staff ratio is going to be different. So it's a different experience. The uh, monthly condominium fees are slightly higher in that building at about $1.20 per square foot. Um, but each of the three buildings, they're all under the Master Association. They all enjoy the collective amenities, but they also have their own board. So if they wanted to, you know, kind of have the rules after delivery be a different way, they certainly could. They all have their own property manager, their own valet, their own concierge, their own doorman. So you really do have a full service experience in each of the three towers. So where we stand today is that the um, boutique residences, the 30 residences, that's Alina 210, and the larger scale, Alina 220, are both under construction. We're at about 65% sold out today. We are still at pre-construction pricing. So, you know, you can never, ever, ever go wrong in a luxury building buying pre-construction. We will be delivering in the fourth quarter of 2024, so about 18 months from today. And so really what the sales team is focused on is 
educating consumers about the offering, right? And then selling residences. We're also really focused on making sure that all of the people who we have in contract have all their questions answered and that they're getting everything they need so that when they do take delivery, they're ready to go. If they're going to have a designer come in or if they're going to move right in, either way, that they're set up to win and enjoy their place. So that's really that's really where we are and what we're working on today. It's so exciting. Serena, isn't it exciting? Like you just want to like move, right? <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yes, really. It's a great spot. Sounds and, you know, I also, I just want to, I, I know we're coming to an end, but I also want people to know this builder developer in, in specifically, they have done some major projects. Tell them oh, about- Oh, they sure have. They yeah, really have. So this is a little bit, um, I'm going to say this was their first major project here in Southeast Florida that was a luxury project. So people, when they first launched sales of this project, gosh, going back like five years ago now, people said, El Odd, what's an El Odd? So El Odd National is an Israeli company. They're headquartered in both Tel Aviv and New York, and they are a major player in the luxury residential space. So in New York, they famously did the conversion of the Plaza Hotel. So everybody knows who they are when I say that. They also did One West End, which was the first and tallest condominium project to come to market in Christian de Pazomzak's masterfully designed Riverside Center, right? That was done in partnership with Silverstein Properties. They did um, on the on the West Coast of the U.S. They designed and developed the Carlisle Residence. And that is also a luxury condominium that's along the Golden Mile in LA's coveted Wilshire Corridor. So, you know, they're really known 22 Central Park South. They've done a number of things in Manhattan. So a lot of our New Yorkers totally know who Elod is. Um, West Coast, they're starting to know. And now in Southeast Florida, they really have developed a name for themselves. They're working on a couple of very exciting uh, luxury projects in the Fort Lauderdale Corridor, including a hotel. So they are a prolific developer with literally billions of dollars in assets um, and under management. It's amazing. It really is. Rochelle, thank you so much for coming on the show. How can people follow Alina, you know, get the vibe, see what it's all about? We're going to post some pictures so they could also see it that way. Fantastic. Thank you for doing that. I mean, our renderings are stunning. Um, it's actually a really fun little fact when we first delivered in phase one, we did this social media little thing like, is it real or is it rendering? Because things came out exactly as planned. Renderings were stunning and the actual photograph looked exactly like what they had planned, which is amazing. So you can find us at alinaresidencesbocaraton.com. You can find me on Instagram at rochelle.tv. Um, and we're super easy to find. Google us up. And we would be happy to have you here. We are in the office seven days a week. We have a great sales team, a very senior team. Would be happy to. We also do virtual presentations. So if you're a person like Serena, you're in New York. Hey, I want to learn more about this, but maybe I don't want to get an airplane just yet. No worries. We have some beautiful virtual technology where you can actually walk through a residence on your screen. And behind it is actual drone photography of the real views. So it gives you a very realistic idea of uh, what the residents would look like. We have that for the common areas as well. Incredible. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was really, it was just a lot of fun. It went by so quick. <laughs> <laughs>